is going on, Roto-Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 532 on the East Coast, 232 on the West to West Coast, 432 Tennessee time. So, of course, of course, I'm just time for the flagship show here at Roto-Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. Joining me today, it's uh, it's Grant Niefer. Grant, just fresh off the uh, the podcast talking about uh, the Morning Grind contest, uh, Morning Grind podcast talking about football. Uh, it's week one. Spoiler alert, you're going to like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Get excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm all over Fitzy this week. It's a terrible idea, but I, I do I do love playing that guy. <laughs> Have you been hammering the best ball contest of late? Is that something you've been partaking in? I wasn't planning on doing too much because I hate having so much money tied up in that. Yeah. So this year, like normally I have a decent amount, and this year I decided not to. And then last night hit, and I'm like, oh, everyone drafting right now is not actually paying attention. So I did like 30, I don't, I don't know. My brain is so fried from football, baseball, best ball. And now I've got a pick coming up. Who should I make it? Oh, I got a pick coming up too. We'll be picking, I guess. Uh, I, I accidentally, of course, this was minus 200 on the money line. Uh, I tried to sign up as well too, because I wanted to take advantage of the situation going on, going on and try to get some good teams. And I had yet to even draft the best ball team. I got a ticket. They gave me a ticket. I'm like, I guess I'll play. Yeah, they and gave like, every single user a ticket. Well, I didn't know this. Somebody told me. Like, they say, check your tickets. And I have, like, 37 tickets because I am I hoard the tickets. I have a bunch of tickets. To some, I, some nasty, I have no idea what I have tickets for, but they're there. Uh, the thing is, I'll hire. I'll, I'll fire at the 50 cents, a dollar, a quarter to win a ticket. For, whatever. I'll click that button. I don't know what I'm going to get a ticket for. But um, we'll talk baseball in a second. Don't worry about it, guys. We've got plenty of time. It's just a nine-game slate, and I think it's fairly straightforward. We'll dig into it. Uh, what's up, chat? Hey, if you guys are on chat, uh, feel free to like and subscribe. Also, if you guys are in chat, feel free to give me your favorite, like, last-round flyer picks for best ball because that's, we're in round 16, boys, and I'm struggling. Uh, Will Grant, Disley. Will Disley? Really? Oh, you mean the guy that has absolutely crushed every single game he's played over the last two years? Yeah, but he never plays. Well, he got injured. Yeah, which seems to do a lot. Um, literally happened once. He had one injury. <laughs> is Russ going to cook? Are they going to let Russ cook or are they going to wait until he's down? It doesn't matter. He has, he, if, anytime he has a connection with a tight end, they crush. We saw it with Luke Wilson. We saw it for a short period of time with Graham. We shot, saw it with Disley. He, when he gets a tight end he likes, they do well. All right. Well, let's just fire this out with the people. Uh, I did not have a sharp side pick today. I apologize. We're still going to Cubs under six and a half. I saw it's down to six. I think it's down to six last I saw. Is it still six and a half on the sharp side? Uh, I don't, I don't even the know. the refresh button because it's, you know, the weather, we'll talk about that game as well too. The two best pitchers, uh, you know, on the slate. Well, I guess Kershaw has something to say about it. Two of the three best pitchers in the slate, two of the three pitchers in the, in the National League this year. And probably if it's not DeGrom winning the Cy Young, it's going to be whoever wins that game today, maybe. Well, that's probably a little hyperbolic. hyperbolic. But basically uh, one, two, and three as far as the Cy Young in the National League in this short season. Uh Last I saw, that six as far as total. Nonetheless, either way, let, let's fire up. I have it right now, the Weather Edge. We can talk about it. Uh, in case you didn't just like those pitchers, Weather Edge says, in Chicago, the wind is blowing in. It's fairly cool at, at 62 degrees. Grant, in a 72-game sample size, uh, they've had home runs subdued by 43.8%, runs subdued by 18.1%, and ERA knocked down by 20.9%. And it's uh, two elite pitchers, two offenses that are sort of meh. Yeah, we're going to be loving those guys. And I love this slate from a DK perspective, especially because I love going double barrel and DK makes it so easy. Of course, everybody else can realize that too. And that'll make it interesting for tournaments from a cash game perspective. I just kind of love how that field goes. Uh, all right, we'll talk baseball in a second. I do want to, yeah, it is football week. Football breaks is going down tomorrow night. 
you talk about your podcast that's out there. I don't know, it'll probably be out there later on for the people, yourself. And is it Stevie, I presume? It is, in fact, Stevie. We have a show on Friday. Oh, no, not Friday. We have a show on Sunday. Sunday morning, Grant. It's going to be early for you. It's going to be, what, 8, eight 10 in the morning? Does that sound about right? Sunday that's morning? actually not that bad. We have that every single year, sir. <laughs> I'm up at 5 a.m. on Sundays. It's super weird. You pull all-nighters sometimes, don't you? Uh, no, I, I don't do that. Like, occasionally I stay out drinking until 2 a.m. and then wake up at 5 a.m. Hey, you know, we all have our... our it happens like twice <laughs> twice a year during football season. And it's almost always a bachelor party where I still decide to get up at 5 a.m. on a Sunday. Do you keel over watching Red Zone like 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Every single week it's the same thing. <laughs> I end up getting just just drunk as a skunk because, like, White you know... Coast. Yeah, well, mimosas generally. Um, but it's like I don't like handling the anxiety of football Sunday. Is that the Podfather mimosa? Is that you guys uh, drinking together? Is that his? Uh, no, no, it is not. It's generally me and DC. <laughs> Podfather likes brunch, and I for some reason in my head, the uh, mimosas and brunch are a thing. But let, let, we'll talk baseball in a second. I do want to let the people know though about our football schedule. Sunday uh, is actually going to be all free, with the exception of the Sunday. Uh, but nine o'clock in the morning, I believe it's going to be up there. DV tip and pick and SEO cards, but all the way up the lock were free. Uh, myself, uh, there's a ton of premium shows throughout the week too, which we'll talk about in a second as well. But myself, yourself, and uh, beer, the maker of beer, America, beer fan, who's currently in mourning because the Milwaukee Bucks, woof, my Miami Heat just walloped them. Grant, uh, I heard Giannis and is not good. He's still really good. Uh, yeah, so it's nine o'clock in the morning. What is he? No, he's awesome. And he's going to be even better in the heat in two years. I mean, uh, he's like Clayton Kershaw, great during the regular season. No, stop it. <laughs> so, yeah, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning to, to, uh, to kick off. We have three different shows going down. The NFL Crunch Time. Crunch Time is free as well, too. Uh, also want to tell you, uh, you know, the Gilcast on Monday, uh, the weekly preview podcast on Tuesday. Uh, there's showdown slates. We shouldn't mention them all, but th- look, there's a whole rundown. There's a page that has it for it. Maybe Devin can go and drop that for the people, but the point is, like, subscribe. Every single day there's going to be new content out there. Maybe we'll focus on it more. Uh, and o- over the weekends, two of my favorite shows, the premium shows, the Ownership Show, which was Jamino, uh, and the Blitz Show with Cardi as well. It, that, that's always uh, good for last-second scrambling. You just kind of listen to it. Cardi. What? Do you want <laughs> – You and Cardi have this love-hate relationship. It's good times for sure. But, again – the chat's la- making fun of you, by the way. They're making fun of you for Disley. They don't like your old Disley pick. I, do, I don't care. I really don't care. He's won me a lot of money. All right, chat. We apologize. We're talking baseball now. Well, but, like, we're talking baseball, but the slate is so straightforward and obvious. Like, you know, this is the, the old steak and the lobster. Like, you have to choose between Darvish and Bauer. I don't think you do. I think you can have them both. Uh, do you want to give me a sales pitch over which one you prefer, uh, you, Darvish, or Trevor Bauer? Uh, it's It's very – very slightly Darvish, like realistically, point per dollar, they're about the same. I'm using. I'm going to have a whole lot of Darvish power lineups, like a whole lot of them. Like that, that it, this is just a beautiful spot where I, I'm just going to straight up tell you how to play the slate. It's Darvish, it's Bauer with a full Texas stack, and you win. Well, that's what okay, but that's what everybody's doing. I don't care. Uh, so like, and that's what I'm doing in cash for the most part. Like that's probably what I'm doing. I, I built my shell lineup. Of course, things change. And, that, you know, I have the money. And DK, again, we always talk about how the baseball is this year as opposed to the previous years. It's really, really easy when DK keeps keeps giving you relevant players at 2K or 2.5K. And, and everybody See, that's what everyone's team. doing. Like, outside of, like, one guy, two guys, Most no one's the only o- ones. There's only two guys on the Texas lineup that are over 10% owned. 
Yeah, I'll take the over on that. The ownership is fluid. You know that. It's going to go up. Yeah, it looks like everyone has the exact same plan as me today. <laughs> I think it's super obvious, and it's certainly interesting for tournaments where you can try to pivot to the White Sox or something like that, or uh, the Padres as well, or the Dodgers, who are you know pretty heavily priced. But we live in a world of a salary cap, and they have, you have Dunning at the bottom as far as the pitchers. But we can open it up. Uh, let's sort of have the conversation as far as this year specifically. Darvish's K rate is 33%. The walk rate is 4.5%. Both are absolutely beautiful. Uh, he's facing a lineup that strikes out plenty. If you fire up the old plate IQ here at Roto-Grinders, uh, Castellanos, plenty of pop, but he strikes out 30% of the time. Suarez, same deal, striking out 27% of the time. Good one in there, plenty of Ks at 30%. Uh, collectively at, uh, what, 23%. Uh, there is some power there, but again, that power will be subdued to some degree by that that wind and Wrigley. And we keep talking about how that's a six total, and I don't remember. You tell me. I feel like I've seen Kershaw games, like when it was Pete Kershaw, where they were six and a half. Do you remember a six total in a nine-inning baseball game? I don't recall. Maybe I just Yeah, I believe – I think it, one might have dropped down like 5-5 five, five when it was, I don't know, like Verlander versus Kershaw in bad weather. Yeah, uh, that, that's certainly possible too. Uh, the chat says, what happens if you get, uh, pulls a muscle or gets hit by a comebacker? Like, I mean, if that's how you're making lineups, like, what if that happens? Like, what you can make of any scenario. If you're going to make, if that's in the realm of possibilities, which I guess it's a non zero chance, but like, you can make, you can paint any story you want, right? Like, yeah. But that could happen, sure. I don't think it is. It may, unlikely. Yeah. Um, people are, people are talking about the uh, Giants tonight and whether it's going to get played because of. Yeah. This. Talk so, about that. Uh, it's really not too much to worry about um, in terms of them playing or not. The air quality index in San Francisco is actually good uh, right now. I think it's at sitting at like 60, like relatively good. Uh, it's the smoke's higher in the air. It's because things are farther off. It makes things look ridiculous like post-apocalyptic world. It's like but orange, term- right? Yeah. But in terms of actually, like I know a lot of people there – all the way up and down the West Coast, and obviously out here, we have to worry about fires. Thanks, Snow, though. You, you're fixing them a little bit. Uh, well, that but, was because of a gender reveal party has gone wrong. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah second time that happened because people are people are really. You can't stupid. just like tell people it's a boy. Like you have to have like, people over your house. Look, the only way to do a gender reveal is if you have a bookie there to take bets. <laughs> Sharp money is on boy. <laughs> I checked the lineage. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just a cheap way of getting an extra gift, right? Let's be honest. Is that what that is? I think that's what's going on. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, gender double reveal, gifts, bridal gifts. shower, and then once you actually have the baby, and like every, everything, like everything with weddings and babies is just a way to make you pay more money, which is why I never buy gifts with anyone. You don't buy one, you buy wedding gifts, though. You, you, I you do not. I generally get them a hotel to bang one out and wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> generally my go-to was like to get him a penthouse suite at a nice hotel um because but you would get them a hotel room yeah for their they, honeymoon they, their room's taken their... care of they're on it huh you're paying for the bride and groom's hotel room yeah that's not how that works i, I do it a lot actually no i don't think you know how yeah that's not how that works that's get my wedding gift. present they were going to stay at a normal hotel room i get him a penthouse suite they're going to register somewhere, you know, whatever. You got to play along. You got to pick your fights. Get them the gift. I got, I got them a $400 hotel room. They already have a hotel room. How many? No, they you? didn't. This has happened multiple times. I've done this for five or six different people. Okay. So we're playing you, Darvish. We're playing Trevor Power. <laughs> uh, 
Clayton Kershaw is like, hey, what about me? I'm really good. He's been very good this year. It's not Pete Kershaw, but he's still awesome. His Arizona team is pretty terrible. It's it's putrid for sure. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen uh, the lineup that he's going to be facing. Now that the roof is going to be open. Uh, the ball was jumping there last night to some extent, but this has been one of the worst teams in baseball from a striking effort, from a ISO perspective and a Woba perspective. And we're going to get a difference, a meaningful difference, I think, in ownership in comparison to Bauer and Darvish. So in tournaments, you can just simply pivot to Kershaw. Now he's going to be owned for sure, but I think that's a little bit different outside of those those two studs. And if you want to make the argument for win equity, like you can't get two wins if you roster Darvish and Bauer. Now, of course, they each can put up 30 points. Who cares about that win? It's only worth four points. Each can put up 40 points if they get the win. Who's this, Kershaw? Who's who's doing that? Uh, Bauer or Darvish. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be so much fun. I, I really hope that's not a disaster. I've not looked and uh, seen if uh, – I'm have... going to be pissed when it goes like six extra innings and they put up six runs in the bot- – or seven runs in the top of the 15th, and then I just am out money. I'm trying to see what do we have as far as the ownership – I'm sorry, as the umpires, the extremes today. Uh, extreme hitters umpire for the Braves and the Marlins. Extreme hitters umpire for Colorado and San Diego. Uh, extreme pitchers umpire for the Oakland game, for what it's worth. Oakland and Houston, that's our extremes as far as the umpire. That's kind of what I care about. Uh, you know, pitchers, hitters, that's something, but I just care about the extremes for the most part. Uh, the Kershaw thing, though, is the Dodgers are just sort of chilling. They're just kind of cruising. And, you know, this next so many weeks, they're in the playoffs. They can win a couple games here and there. I suppose that's fine. It's not, not going to try. But as far as, like, who's got the best chance to go seven or eight innings tonight amongst those three, it's not Kershaw. Now he can strike out ten in six innings. He can do that too. So it, sell me on Kershaw, like, as a pivot away from those two guys, if you can. I mean, he's going up against the Diamondbacks. It's worse weather with the Dome open, but it's a worse lineup. He's not going to go as late into the game, but this is baseball. Anything can happen. Anyone can get Babbitt like crazy from I'm not doing it much. Like he's 400 bucks cheaper than Bauer. He's a thousand cheaper than Darvish. Like if you're trying to double barrel, it's easier to do it with Kershaw than it is with the other guys outside of that. Like there's, there's not really much of a reason. Yeah. Uh, Dunning is pretty cheap. He's a, you know, big K's, a lot of walks, as you see, you know, live arm, as you see, as a lot of these young guys, they still haven't completely harnessed. He's not a fi- uh, finished product just yet, but he, he's definitely has shown the ability to strike out, but 30.5% in a small sample so far. And he's facing, have you seen this Pittsburgh lineup? On, uh, fire it up on, on the plate IQ. Sure. Why not? Let's show the people what's going on here. Uh, I'm not sure if you're looking at it or not, Grant, but Dunning versus this Pirates lineup, it's just been, I mean, Bell's been an absolute disaster. I don't know where that power has gone, but he's striking out a good bit. He's at a 115 as far as ISO. That's putrid. There's a little bit of power on this team in Polanco and, you know, Colin Moran, but uh, they strike out at a tremendous rate so far this season, 25% versus righties. Polanco at 40%. Uh, I rounded up in 39.3%. I, I guess that's hyperbolic to some extent, but 39.3. 40 sounds more egregious. It is, but it's basically the same thing. Uh, how far is Dunning going to go in the game? How much do you need out of Dunning? And, of course, he opens up a whole new collection of bats because, Grant, say it with me, we do live in the world of a salary cap. So if you, I'm not going to say that, Dean. Well, you said it in your head. You knew where I was going, I imagine, right? No. I said we, in my head we live in a world of a salary crap. Pay for you, poop, otherwise known as the Beckham. Why would you? <laughs> that makes any sense. Uh, you know, Bobby in the chat, he's not a homer at all when it comes to the Dodgers, but he is saying Kershaw is pitching for the Cy Young, and 
I just don't think – I mean, I guess he can, but he's behind all three of those guys right now, isn't he? I haven't done the breakdown, but – I mean, it's still shortened season. Like, one blow up by any pitcher can drastically change it. But, yeah, I'm sure he is pitching for the Cy Young, but he's still not going to go over 95 pitches probably. Yeah, I mean, he can thread the needle, of course. And, all, you know, breaking a tie is like being on a winning team. So maybe that will help as far as voters and things like that. So I, I suppose – and maybe there's a little nostalgia. Wins are wins are a valid way to determine the Cy Young. Well, isn't it appropriate we have Rick Porcello on the slate when you say that? <laughs> because Rick Porcello got the Cy Young in Boston at like what twenty four and six or something, and then the, the voters smartened up and they gave Felix Hernandez the Cy Young with like thirteen wins. Remember that? That happened as well too. Yeah. But, uh, well, he also had a two point one four ERA, and I think the year Porcello did, he was still at a three point three ERA, just didn't have the strikeouts to go with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way, I, I mean, I ran some, uh, you know, different combinations, you know, using our, our stuff and our projections and all that. And Rick Porcello is, uh, he's not the, the, the guy popping the most, but he is landing in some lineups. And I'm just like, I, I, whatever, I guess he's confident, he's decent, I suppose, but I, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. I guess that's a segue to Porcello if you want to talk about it, because for me, oh, I'm on the clock right now. we got eight minutes to go. Yeah, I've literally got six notifications during this show. <laughs> I'm in round 17. Give, give me a pick, chat. Who do I take? I'm also in round 17. Oh, Are we man. in the same draft? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> we might be in the same draft. I oh. accidentally clicked and got, I'm in one of the slow drafts, and now it's down to 10 minutes per pick. So I, I'm, at, I'm, I'm milking it right now. It's seven minutes to go. But uh, do, you ha- do you have any ch- uh, any thoughts as far as Porcello? I don't want that. Like, I don't want it. Whatever. No. I, I, and I, I'm more likely to roster up some Baltimore sticks, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't. No, I don't. I don't want to play Porcello. Like, I get they may be popping in something. I think that the bat, if I'm looking at it right now, uh, has Porcello is popping. Uh, still not worth it to me. Um, Porcello is not very good. He can get it done in any given outing, and I get it's Baltimore, but I'd be more like like with Porcello getting ownership. I'm gonna play some Baltimore bats. Like the bats I'm playing are all cheap. They're all gonna be fairly low owned. I mean, outside of Stewart, no one in Baltimore's lineup is going to be very heavily owned, and they're cheap. And Porcello really isn't very good. Like, he's not an ace pitcher. We look at the weather in all the games, and it's not great anywhere. So, ballparks aren't going to be good. This isn't going to be a high scoring night. The only two games with a decent weather is going to be Phoenix, and it's going to be Sandy. Atlanta's all right. I don't think it's great, if I remember correctly. Well, I'm just as a ballpark in general, but yeah, I'm much weather edge. Weather edge is tricky with Atlanta because it's a new ballpark and the sample's not big enough, so we just don't know. Well, I think the sample size is 30 today, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna check right now. I think the sample size is 30 with this, and it's a decrease. It's of, three. Hit the refresh button there. Weather is fluid. All right. Well, it's three now. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the dew point isn't is fairly high, and the temperature is all right. It's not great. Have you ever walked outside and like, man, that dew point just really hit me? Yeah, yeah, you that's exactly what I say. It's otherwise known as humidity. <laughs> and just a more accurate, accurate way to judge humidity. Chat, chat's telling us that the roof is closed in Texas, by the way, for what it's worth. Is uh, Antonio Brown worth a flyer in these best balls? Like, I, he's going to be suspended. It, he's, I mean, he's not signed now, so you're at least not getting the first eight games of the season plus the buy, so he won't be available till the very least probably week nine. Yeah, well, I understand how math works. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, so if you if you have depth, like no, if you – Yeah, well, it's probably because you suck at best balls. 
Um, My team's great. I, I only have two quarterbacks, though. And it's oh, Haskins yeah, your team and, and everyone else who actually paid attention to their drafts team is great because people kept auto-drafting stuff. I don't know. This isn't like an auto-draft. Whatever. We, should, we can talk about what we another day. The people don't care about this in chat. Yeah, oh, well, why do you keep bringing it up? Because the, I see the clock just ticking down. <laughs> They're making fun of me for Brown. All right, you won't take Brown. Um, I, take Gordon. The, yeah, the fourth receiver, the third receiver in Seattle, and a team that you know maybe a uh, guy that could be the number one receiver. No, we can't stop it. The, uh, the, he is the most talented wide receiver in NFL he's history. Specs, man, you're trying to make him happen. He's he's a very talented guy, but he's not the number one option in Seattle. That's not happening. Stop it. Yeah. Um, hey, g- give me uh, my my pitching pool is really thin. If you can't tell, Darvish, Bauer, uh, you know uh, Kershaw is a pivot. Davies has been good, but whatever. I don't think I need that. Luzardo's fine, I suppose. I don't know how much I need it. I'm not on Porcello. You could play Lopez if you want to, but Atlanta's a tough matchup. Uh, I'm not playing anybody else below that with the exception of Dunning. Do you, I mean, what do you want to say here as far as the pitchers? Anything else interesting? I don't want to ignore. Your, I know what I'm doing. I'm pretty locked in. How about yourself? I mean, that's that's pretty much it. it like I, At the beginning of the day, my plan was 100% Dunning, Darvish, and Bauer. Um, yeah. I th- yeah, I think that uh, – probably going to be other guys or probably going to be a little bit of Kershaw on there. I'm starting to think just because of the way that things are going to work out, uh, I might have a share or two of Anderson um, just because it's Seattle. Like they're going to strike out a decent clip, but I'm, I'm going to have more Seattle bats than I am going to have Anderson. Um, but and yeah, you're no, saying like, right now it's not your call, but you're, you're set. You're, you're not at all concerned about that game, not going. No, but then again, yeah, I'm done. We'll I don't. See. I don't know things, and I mean, there's always ways to pivot around to different things. It's a little bit tougher with that game being so. Like, I assume if they cancel it, it's going to be by nine o'clock. There's some guys that you can pivot over to in the Dodgers, even the Diamondbacks game. Like, or I mean, even on the Diamondbacks team, you could do it. It's not. You have to play idea. Diamondbacks because, like, the salaries for the Dodgers won't work. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can throw one Diamondback player in there to counteract things because I mean. Matheson is 2.2 K. So if you have to do something, you can change it up, but I'm, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not playing on the game being canceled. Uh, summarize the arms. Now I'm seeing it's six and a half. I hit the click, click the refresh button as far as the Darvish versus Bauer game, as far as the total, I've seen it six in some places. So maybe it's going to jump back and forth and it probably is reflected in the juice as well. Uh, Davies has been good. Like, I guess he's playable, like as a, you know, pivot away from, but again, we talked about how the salaries are so open. Uh, and just there's so many guys at 2K and 3K that it's super simple to get the go double barrel. But again, there are some really big spends too. We'll talk about in a second, the White Sox, the Dodgers, the Padres, and you can't roster those guys, at least, you know, a collection of them if you're going to go double barrel. So it's an interesting push pull as far as making tournament lineups for me today. Summarize the arms. We'll move on to some catchers. Arms, play Darvish, play Bauer, play Dunnings. Don't really need to play anyone else, but if you want to, Anderson, Lazardo, and Kershaw are Decent pivots just because of ownership. Yeah, that's that's basically yeah. I'm, I'm a little thinner than that, but yeah, just essentially where I'm at. Uh, catchers, catchers are always a lot of fun. Uh, who are we looking at the roster as far as catcher, uh, as far as top shelf, mid tier, and a cheapy flat out punt? Sorry, what'd you say? Catchers. Catchers. Did you, did you just make a pick? Who'd you pick? Uh, I got. Who did I pick? I don't know. I can't remember. Three seconds mind. ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My memory ain't so good these days. Um, <laughs> Trevino is probably one of the top t- catchers on the board for me in terms of what I'm using. 
But if you want to play a catcher, that 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 Grandal is pretty good, even though it's not the best weather in the world or the best ballpark. He's pretty good. He's expensive there. Alfaro is probably my top catcher on the board, but I'm using less Miami stack, so he's less in my um, builds. I don't mind Nola at 4.9K. Bart, I don't mind going up against Marvicious. It's yeah. not a bad play. Cisco, I am using a decent amount of Baltimore bats. And he's a guy that's going to make it into some. He's got the platoon split. Parcells probably going to be decently chalky because he's popping in a lot of projection systems. Uh, but that's that's pretty much where I'm going. It's it's going to be almost entirely uh, Alfaro, Grandal, and what's his name Trevino from Texas. Fifteen Just seconds over under. How many games does Fitzmagic play play, play a season? Fitzmagic six. Oh, jeez. All right. Are you thinking about drafting Fitzmagic? I got. I have no quarterbacks, which is kind of a problem. Nah, you can always get a quarterback. I have no, five. but they're they're not available. Basically, Tyrod or Fitzmagic? Uh, Tyrod. Oh, all right. Which is his name? Say it correctly because he's. I a thought great it was T Mobile. Was T Mobile or Ty God? I've heard both of those. All right. Uh, give me some first baseman we like. Moreland's kind of the guy that can fix the fits the puzzle. Unfortunately for me, he was probably the Padre I had more so than anybody. And he basically did nothing in a game where they put up a pile of runs. Unfortunately, he struck out with the bases loaded too. That was not tilting at all. That doesn't mean we can't play him again tonight. DFS, we don't care about yesterday. We don't care about tomorrow. We care about tonight and tonight only. Tonight, he's well positioned. He's got the platoon advantage. He's got a reasonable asking price. Uh, that's sort of where I'm landing at first base from all those perspectives. Uh, Mitch Moreland, what say you? Uh, yeah, he's probably one of the top guys on the board. I prefer Cooper or Aguilar. Um, again, I'm playing a decent amount of Miami bats. Uh, Bell is too cheap at 3.1K considering what I do. I know Dunning's good. I know Bell has not been great this season, but that price is way too low there. Uh, Dominic Smith, good play. FYI, guys, if you're looking at my CBR, sorry, I was planning on updating before the show that I didn't know I was going to be on. Yeah, thank you for being here, Grant. I appreciate it. You weren't even supposed to be here today. Thank you. No, I wasn't until about 45 minutes ago. Luckily, I have paid attention. What did you have planned like 25 minutes ago? What was your plans? I was going to make another hot pockets and hungry man or something. No, I've already eaten two grilled cheeses and a nice bowl of soup. It's snowing outside. (laughs) Those go together like peas and carrots, grilled cheese and soup. Okay. Wait, you don't, you haven't heard that tomato soup and grilled cheese. Well, tomato soup is gross. Like I'm out. You lost me in tomato soup. Yeah. And I don't eat grilled cheese. Well, yeah, I don't eat. We just lose Grant's video or Devin's just coming in and yelling at me. Well, because you don't like tomato soup, I would be my guess. Did they invent the new soup? What was the last good new soup they invented? Um, butterscotch. What? But a nice little butterscotch soup. Are you saying that correct? Is that the correct pronunciation? I'm probably not. I'm super <laughs> tired. It's been a long day so far, and I've done so many best ball drafts. Should I get Renfro or Jefferson? Uh, Jefferson? Renfro is the two condom play, right? The two condom play? It's the, the Levitan thing. Oh, uh-huh. you're not aware of this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's someone else's bit, but I, that's just kind of what popped in my head. Um, yeah, and also grilled cheese. I don't like yellow cheese, and I bet you put yellow cheese in there, right? I put Gouda, baby Swiss. I did put some Colby yeah. Jack in there, but you can just switch it up to mozzarella, and that's three three white cheeses. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Bobby says the last good soup was tomato. Hasn't tomato soup been around forever? Like maybe that, they haven't invented one since like 1970 or something. I, I mean like that's. Yeah, I mean, the soup, you can't really... French onion soup is my favorite, by the way. I know you probably hate that because you're weird. Butternut squash is probably what the chat is telling us. Thank you. So somebody was uh, correcting that for you. 
Well, I'm sorry. I'm very sleepy. Um, first baseman you know, also could go with the Brave. Are the best soups. There you go. We should do power ranking of soups. Oh, Zupa Toscana from Olive Garden. Olive Garden, one of the greatest restaurants ever. <laughs> chicken dumplings is not a soup. That's a dumpling. Is that well? No, you can, you have chicken dumplings inside of soup. You have dumplings inside of chicken broth. Isn't that called what? something though? It's not. Is it called chicken dumpling? Chicken chicken dumpling soup? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm not a soup connoisseur, so. Um, did we clean up first base? You got any other takes here at first? I think we went through everything. <laughs> who is the French onion soup? If you're going to like comp, uh, who's the first baseman that will be comp to French onion soup? Um, not everyone agrees with him. Um, he's <laughs> probably underrated, but very divisive. I'm probably going to go with <laughs> Otani today. <laughs> So I had this conversation earlier today about Otani, and it's like he's not been good this year. I mean, we know he had the Tommy John deal, and I feel like that's affecting – I don't know, but I, I feel like that's affecting his hitting. Uh, he's not been the guy – I was not sold this person. I was told he was better than this. The numbers aren't producing. Now, to be fair, I meant to dig into his stack cast stuff, but I didn't. Uh, but, you know, he is cheap also too, especially on Fandle where he's like 2-8. Which is yeah, you got to realize it's also a small sample size. It could very easily be a slump. You look at his numbers versus righties so far this year. I'm just going to pull him up on plate IQ because we're going kind of quickly. But his numbers, obviously, is Woba. His ISO are not great, but his hard contact is still above average right now. His fly balls are still slightly above average. He's not showing great numbers, and his exit velocity is still right on par with Rendon. So he, the power is still there. It's probably not affecting him too, as much as you think it is. And it could simply just be an off year for him so far. Yeah, I talked about Matt Olson there in chat. Matt Olson is essentially the the Joey Gallo of first baseman, is he not? Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. He one hundred percent is. We'll talk about Joey Gallo soon enough, and like I'm sure it's no secret, everybody's gonna be playing Joey Gallo today. And he's I thought he was gonna be contrarian today, and turns out I was wrong. You didn't really think that, did you? <laughs> I mean, I, I assume people like are gonna. Hey, Chad, how many people think that the Texas bats are terrible? We're probably well, they are terrible, but like they're also super cheap and they make things work. And Julio Tehran is also not good. He's in the back end of his career, especially what's he's super, super vulnerable to one thing, lefty power. And what does Joey Gallo have? Uh, lefty power. That was, yeah, that was implied, but I, yeah. Yeah. Go. Well, fine. Pivot to Guzman. We didn't talk about him at first base, but <laughs> Guzman's in play. Uh, kick, uh, Keystone position, second base. What do you have for me? Second base, they're Moncada, depending on site. He's a little too cheap in certain areas. Dylan Moore, I love today. Like Dylan Moore going up against Anderson. He's been hot this year. He's far too underpriced at 3.5K. I know he's going to have a bit of ownership, but I don't care. Uh, Frazier is too cheap at 3.2K, like ridiculously too cheap. Odor is trash, but you know me. I love Texas bats today. He was out um, with an eye for a while, and, yeah, he's he's been horrendous this year. Um, but he is super cheap, and once upon a time, he had a ton of power, and I don't know what to do with him uh, because he hasn't played baseball in a while, at least not in the majors. I don't know play Solak. Yeah, but he is – he's like you said, he's super cheap, 3.1K on DK. I think he's 2.5 on Fanduel, and you kind of have that conversation of, of Odor versus Lux, which is an interesting conversation. It's probably Lux. Odor is probably the tournament guy, or maybe he's kind of chop him, or you can throw one in the utility spot as well. I'm kind of going back and forth in that one pre-show, but – uh, yeah, it's hard to trust Odor. Just the way he's been hitting up late, the, the fact he's coming off his injury. But again, he's super cheap, and he's facing Tehran, who again yields lefty power. And the chat's saying keep talking about Texas, and 
I fully concede that Texas is terrible. <laughs> like they're not, but they're still. Yes, not everyone's players. as smart as you or I. Well, a lot of people are as smart as you. That's not fair, a high yeah, bar. It's, fair. it's reasonable. But the bar is lower. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's just <laughs> people don't want to do things, and they have Dunning there that they can just throw into their lineup instead of double barreling pitchers, and then get the Texas or they can get the Dodgers bats or the San Diego bats, which is where they go with. Texas has been terrible. They look at the ballpark factors. They see the Texas ballpark has been horrible for hitting. We know that the dome's not closed away. Huh? Roof is closed as well. Yes, that's what I was getting to. The roof is closed, so they might, like, as many smart people as are on the Texas bats, a lot of people are just going to be like, no, I can't swallow that pill. So they're not going to go with the Texas bats. I think that they're going to come in at fairly low ownership relatively to the entire slate. Um, so I, I don't care. I'm, I'm using them. If I'm wrong about ownership, I don't care. I still think they're the right play. I pulled up our ownership now. And again, the ownership is not, it's always being refined the closer we get the lock. And I, I think it's a little low personally, the, the DK ownership. We have uh, Tavares at 15%, Solak at 12, Gallo at 12. I think it's going to be much higher than that. Odor at 3%. I think it'll be much higher than that. And again, the, the closer we get the lock, the more refined that number gets. But if those are the true numbers, I love it. But I think, I think it's going to be higher. We shall see Trevino at 10% as well too, as far as the catcher. Uh, you got anything else at second base? Or you want to jump to third? Someone said that I eat like a grown-up. I don't. I literally had grilled cheese multiple times this week. Did they not get the grilled cheese? <laughs> I have Lunchables in my fridge right now. I am not really? an adult. And yes, you have no children, correct? That is correct that I know of. You personally buy Lunchables? Like, yes. When, they, when they're go on sale for a dollar, of course I'm going to buy them. Well, that means they're probably about to expire. Okay, first of all, they don't expire until the year like 2040s. Those and Twinkies never go bad. <laughs> Is that not concerning for you? <laughs> like maybe hams, this ham should expire in the next three years. Okay. Think about it this way. If they're going to last until 2040, I eat them. That means I should <laughs> at least have 20 more years in me. That, that seems like fuzzy math to me. Uh, give me third base to hot corner where I, I don't love, I don't love third base. Now it, we talked about the, the Rangers a ton. Uh, the angels have the same, you know, total 4.75, you know, as far as their run projection, the, the Ranger bullpen is pretty terrible. Uh, I think there's – he was doing this before the, the show. I think there's two lefties, and one of their lefties has picked three of the last four days. So it's almost definitely going to be all righties coming out of the pen with the exception of, like, one guy. Uh, Vice, by the way, is 2.1K for what it's worth batting second. He's got some power in his bat, as does – did he not – oh, he did not crack the lineup. Never mind. Uh, just going to talk about the, the potential D8s they're going to have. Point is, well, are we neglecting the Angels? Because Mike Trout and Rendon were talking about third base for – uh, Rendon, is he, is he going to be neglected? Because I don't love anybody at third. You mentioned Brian Anderson and some of the Marlins. Uh, I think he's kind of sort of somewhat interesting and kind of makes things work at a mid-tier price. But, uh, you know, Falefa's batting third. He's pretty terrible. Doesn't have the platoon against Tehran. I don't – I mean, Machado's great. Arenado's great. You know, love, love his players. Muncie against Clark. He's just super expensive. What are we doing at third? I mean, J.D. Davis is not the worst play in the world, and I was going up against a righty, but don't care. He's still 4.1K. I don't mind that at all. Brian Anderson, I mentioned him. Love him today. Like, other than that, like, it's mostly pay-up options or round out your uh, stacks. I mean, you can always go to Texas with a trashy bat. That's not going to get you many points, but he's not going to be heavily owned. Uh, They're asking about Solano ownership in chat. Well, he's not. He's a second baseman on DK, 4.3. I don't know if you know this. We're on a little bit of a delay. Yeah. Well, no, I, I do know this, but I'm just <laughs> – I didn't know Solano was expected to be heavily owned. I, I did not see that. Uh, I know he's batting second against Marjavicius, which is kind of sort of somewhat interesting. And the Giants do have a pretty high team total for them. 
just creeping up on five. Uh, if Rios cracks the right up, uh, cracks on up, he's what 2.2 or something at Fandle. If you want to find out punt it, I have no problem with that. I think he's third base over there. I just don't like this position overall. And I think it's also worth mentioning, you know, you talk about the, you know, this neglected stacks potentially, uh, the angels could be one. Uh, what about the A's? You're, you're always like touting the A's and, you know, Houston is a pitching factory, but Luis Garcia is a guy, I think he's not seen above single a, uh, outside of, you know, a cup of coffee in the majors. Who knows what we're going to get out of him? And there is some power on this Oakland side. I don't. I think paying 4.6k for Tommy Lastella in 2020 or any year for that matter seems egregious. But I don't know. Oakland's going to be off the board. And nobody's going to play him, and you never know what Garcia is going to give us. Any interest in Lastella and Oakland as a collective? I hadn't really seen their ownership. It looks like it's going to be a lot lower than it should be. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like they've got a pitcher umpire, which really is not great. But you know that. And the ballpark is always the biggest thing for me. Like, I don't want to play them when they're playing at home because it's got big foul, foul, foul that ball ground, son of a biscuit. Like, the weather's normally not that hot. It's not that great. Um, it's just a spot where I don't want to go. But today, again, we have barely any good weather for hitting. So it just kind of, like, I didn't have a whole lot of interest at the beginning of the day. It's kind of migrating more towards interest in them now. So I will have some ownership in them um, now that we've talked about it. I didn't have any plan before the show, but I've all been all over the place today and didn't see ownership yet. So, yeah, yeah I don't mind. eat themselves. Well, I ate grilled cheese today. And the lunch bowls <laughs> are a dessert. <laughs> they always – how they delegate, like, okay, we're going to give a ham with Swiss. Like, how do they decide what cheese goes at what poultry? poultry I mean, it's, 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 it's thousands of years of – of trying it i mean i'm sure there's a decent correlation like ham and cheddar uh what if i want ham and mozzarella why can't you build that one for me is that not available because apparently not i mean it's not real cheese well it's something uh yeah we're talking short stuff hey we haven't really mentioned the white Sox a ton maybe in passing here and there they're one of those teams, you know, we know we like him more, especially against lefties. This ballpark's not very good. They are locked in for nine innings on the road, so that's worth something. Brubaker, we don't know what Brubaker is. He looks like he could be competent, but he's not somebody that we're, you know, afraid of, obviously. Uh, egregious price, I suppose you could say it's egregious on Tim Anderson. And Tim yeah, if you're going to stack them up, you pretty much need to play Dunnings and another cheap guy, which, I mean, I guess you can go Lazardo is not a bad idea, especially with the pitcher's umpire, but. I'm not terribly happy about that. Oh, I got auto-drafted. <laughs> oh, maybe you should have done better. I've made 30 <laughs> picks this show. I'm not a good multitasker. Who did I just pick last? <laughs> oh, man. It's probably – I got – who is this? Oh, no, never mind. I'm just on the clock. Uh, i got to stay on track. I apologize, people. Be better uh, at your job, Dean. Shorts <laughs> up. We got Tatis there up at the top, clear top option, but he is not cheap at 5.9K. Don't care. Still going to play him a little bit. Crawford in the lefty-lefty matchup is not exactly what we want, but Anderson really hasn't been good to either side of the plate so far this season. He's not that great of a pitcher, and that ballpark isn't nearly as bad as it once was. I don't mind using him. You look at the actual numbers, and at least he's making contact, so he has a chance of multiple hits. Anderson can be around a little bit, and he can get a few extra plays. Plus, Anderson, small sample size, is giving up a 424 Woba and a 256 ISO versus lefties so far this season. And his stuff kind of leads a little bit to reverse splits with him hammering that changeup in pretty often. 
outside of that, I mean, you can go Rojas. He's leading off. He's cheapish. You can go Seager, obviously in a great spot with great weather, some of the best weather on the board. You can go Tejada there over in Texas, just a way to round out the stack in a spot where really not a ton to go with in the lower range at this position here. And if you want to double barrel, it makes it way easier to go with Tejada. Outside of that, Taylor maybe, Tim Anderson, Story, they're all fine, but they don't jump off the page. It's really down to who you're stacking up with or if you just want to stomach Tejada, hoping he gets two hits by accident going up against Tehran and just hope for the best there. Uh, question here in chat. You said you're playing some Marlins. Who do you prefer, Aguiar or Anderson? I'm splitting them both. Um, just 50-50. That's a or, cop-out answer. How is that going to help that person? That's a cop-out answer. If you really want one <laughs> over the other, if you have the extra $100, go for Aguilar. He's going to come in at lower ownership. A lot more people will be on Cooper. And Aguilar has a better chance at a double bomb. He hits that up in the air a whole lot. Malone, he's not the worst pitcher in the world, but he – not the best pitcher in the world. He doesn't strike out guys at a high rate, although he is striking out guys at a high rate this year. But he doesn't walk guys. He throws strikes, and he's a fly ball guy. Aguilar, if he gets it up in the air, he can absolutely hit it out of the ballpark easier than Cooper can. All right, jump into the outfield. You know, Joey Gallo at 3.8K on DK. I think he's like 3-3 on, on Fandle. I understand he strikes out a good bit, and he still has a decent chance of striking out versus Tehran. But Tehran, we talk about it back. You know, he's in the back end of his career, certainly vulnerable to lefty power, and that's all Joey Gallo has. He had a bomb the other day. It was absolutely insane, like upper, upper, upper deck. Uh, was it Texas? Was it Seattle? Uh, it went uh, an insane amount of distance. You don't get any extra points for that. It's just kind of cool to see. Uh, Leody Tavares, rookie leading off. I believe he's still just 21 years old. Maybe just turned 22. I was listening to the broadcast the other day. Plenty young. He's got some speed. And Tehran, one thing he'll do, he's going to walk you. And he also yields stolen bases. So there you go. Bold, bold call. Tavares is going to lead off with a walk and steal second base. How about that? You'll take you take that or no? Yeah, he's probably going to do it. Well, that's not probably. That's unless it's less likely to happen than to happen. I wouldn't say it's probably. Yeah, happen. but in a good matchup, it's probably closer to twenty five percent than it is to zero. Uh, yeah, and I'm talking about Texas again. Well, that's I mean that's where I'm supposed to go, Chad. Like the Gallo's like jumping off the page. Okay, give me some non-Texas outfielders. So, some outfielders that you like that are. Uh, Going to land in some of your lineups. Conforto is pretty interesting, more so on Fandle, where the price is a little bit more appealing versus Lopez. Like DJ Stewart at 2K, I know he's he's absolutely on fire. If you believe it, he's hot. He's got four home runs. Uh, his first four hits in the majors are essentially all homers. Uh, he's still 2K. Mountcastle's a, a legit prospect, doesn't look overmatched for the majors. And, again, he's facing Rick Porcello, who is going to throw some hittable pitches. Uh, he's not necessarily going to blow anybody by with his stuff. Starling Marte on Fandle specifically is 3.1K. Like him over there. Uh, and like we said, why not just play Mike Trout? I understand salary cap reasons, but just find a way to get the Trout facing Cody in that bullpen. Cody's not going to go very long. Uh, ditto with Otani. I know he's been rough. Better price than Fandle. The price of DK 4.3 is fine as well. Uh, give me some other outfielders. You want to feel free to double down any of those guys or uh, dispute. By all means, the floor is yours. Love Gallo. Absolutely love Gallo today. Wrote him up an expert survey, um, as did everyone else apparently. Uh that's fine. DJ Stewart, super cheap, 2K, makes things work, lets you double barrel pitcher. Conforto, is he in the lineup? I hadn't had it. I did the morning grab before this. I yeah, Conforto's sure. batting second. Yeah, any of the Mets bats, like lefties, take them. Dominic Smith, just take them. Uh, Conforto versus, this is a quandary I had over on FanDuel, and I, I might just pull your move and chop it. Conforto versus Trent Grisham. Um, 
Conforto. Taylor's batting third for the Dodgers tonight. What's different? But Marte just got stretched, which probably gives a little bit of an upgrade to Kershaw. Which Mar- – oh, uh, Cattell Marte is not yeah. playing baseball? Yeah, I think I have to sneeze, but I'm not sure. There's a mute button somewhere. So the Diamondbacks went from two Martes to one Marte, and now they're uh, sans Marte. No Martes in that lineup. It's got to be terrible. Who's, who's coming in for him? That's a bad know. lineup for Arizona. Um, it's not good. It's definitely not good. Whoever it is that this person coming in is not going to be good at base as good as baseball as uh, as Marte. Uh, Walker's got some power, I suppose. And what's his name's got to be in the lineup? Why am I not seeing the the, the lefty master? Is he not playing? Or he's not in the original lineup? Well, Wilmer Flores. I don't see him here. He's probably going to come in for Marte. Maybe, possibly. Flores, Flores is batting fourth. Oh well, it's his Flores Escobar. plays San Francisco, doesn't he? Oh, am I? Hold on a second. Now I'm so confused. Yeah, oh, I forgot. I, I was thinking one more Flores is on Arizona like he was years past. I mean, he's been on a lot of teams. It's tough to keep track of things. We were throwing a perfect game, too, and look what happens. Uh, three minutes before, before we get out of here and step aside. People keep asking if you can play Darvish and Bowers. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I, will, I, I hope so. If we can't, then I'm in some severe trouble. It's not going to be good for your boy. Uh, Lux batting eighth tonight. No Diaz for the Dodgers, by the way. I'm not sure if you saw it lineup just yet. Yeah, the, the chat's just catching up and yelling at me about John. Yeah, because I, I was like, Flores is facing a lefty tonight, and I forgot he wasn't facing Kershaw. My bad. Uh, we got two minutes or so before he steps aside and make way for crunch time. Uh, crunch time. Cheese is good. Dave Potts, two-time winning millionaire maker. No, I know that guy. Do you, like, do you have a direct line? If you send him a text or you send him a DM, will he respond to you within like eight minutes? I send him a DM multiple times a week. And? And he responds. It's always about the same thing. Begrudgingly? Or he just he's he's happy to do so. Oh, I, I remind him. He always he always. There was a few days where he forgot to put in stacks on CBRs, and I do mine and then remind him. Yeah, because day. it's a little tricky the way that works. So we we've added that now. We all we all give our favorite stacks there. Uh, that's a good segue, Grant. Because who are your favorite stacks tonight? Uh, favorite stacks, very very clearly Texas. Um, I like the Mariners. I like Baltimore. I like Miami. Like obviously San Diego and the Dodgers are the two top ones, but I can't really fit them in. Uh, so it's Miami, Baltimore, Texas are the ones I'm going to be using a whole lot of. According to chat, it's going to be John, left-handed John Jay stepping in for the Diamondbacks to face Clayton. Oh, Kershaw. yeah, because he always has one big upside game every two years. I wasn't saying he's, they have nobody else. I no, no, saying. this is me venting about how I don't. I end up playing him and he always sucks at me. And then I'll randomly Why do you see always him. play John Jay? That's, that's a you problem. <laughs> it's, it's pricing. It's pricing. It's never a good idea. I know it's a bad idea. Life is about expectations, Grant. You should subdue your John Jay. I expect to lose money anytime money. I play John Jay. Give me give me a couple guys that are going to homer. Um, let's see. Gallo is the easy one, so I shouldn't even need to say that. Um, but like, we should also say like the chances are he doesn't homer. Like It's less likely that he doesn't homer. Wait, that he homers and he doesn't homer. Just to yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Aguilar, Montcastle, like and Montcastle. yeah, um, I'm trying to th- give another one that's not. Well, we're too... we live in the world of a time clock, and we got to go. Guzman, <laughs> Grant, I do appreciate you stepping in at the last minute. This was fun. I learned a lot. Uh, go Heat. It's gonna be fun. I wanted to talk Kirk Keats about that. We're gonna meet him in the finals potentially. Uh, that was baseball. He was Grant. I was Dean. Stay tuned for crunch time. We're out of here. Holler. Thank you.